Hey, I'm Mike Kramer, KramerNow.com, and I help struggling entrepreneurs build passive income without expensive software or fake gurus by building unique digital assets that help others. All right. So since we spoke, what I've done and learned since the last podcast is, uh, or episode, I guess I should call it. Man, so that was Wednesday. It seems like a lot has happened since then. Let's see. Well, I guess, first of all, we have some international listeners on our podcast already. So thank you so much. I appreciate all of you very much. Uh, It's really cool just to see that people around the world uh, listening. So that's fantastic. I also, I shocked my well at home. I have a private well and septic at home. And uh, a lot of people don't do this, but we learned from some old school people that you shock it with either chlorine or uh, H2O2, hydrogen peroxide. And that's what I use because the byproduct of that is pure water. And it's a lot safer than bleach as long as you don't get it in your eyes or on your skin. Got a new faucet for my bathroom. I have to install that this weekend. Uh, Replaced all the hardware with kind of that brushed bronze look or whatever, brushed brass, whatever they call that. I guess it's brushed brass. And, uh, you know, finally got a faucet to match. I was surprised how few bathroom faucets are in that finish, but you can get the hardware. A lot of kitchen sinks that are brushed brass, but no bathroom sinks. It was very strange. I've always been listening to records that you may have heard last time since I set up my new vinyl stereo in my office. I love it because it's nostalgic and it makes me get up and walk around more often so I don't sit at my desk just uh, for hours on end, which I tend to do if I'm focused on something. Uh, Mow the lawn, usual chores, things like that, nothing exciting. I rewrote my RMS, so let's talk about that. This is more business-focused. It's a refined marketing statement, as Dan Henry calls it, and he he's a multimillionaire who wrote the book Digital Millionaire Secrets, and Uh, Part of it's how he went from a pizza delivery boy to an eight-figure business mega mogul, as I would call him. Uh, He says the biggest issue that most business owners have is a lack of clarity. He does business consulting for a lot of uh, people, businesses, big and small. And when he asks what they do or what their business does, they struggle to say it concisely. And, you know, he uses a few analogies. One of them is you're at dinner with your, you know, your wife's or girlfriend's father or, or whatever, golfing, you know, somebody asks you, what do you do? And you need to be able to say that in one sentence and be very clear so people understand it and they don't have like too many follow-up questions. So I reread that part of his book and wrote it to the new one that you heard today at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, I'd love it to be even shorter, but I feel like I lose some of the important messaging. I'm pretty happy with with it today. Uh, and as you know, I've been changing it, but it's because I'm refining it. It's not like I'm ditching it hundred percent. I'm refining it. So it resonates more with people. I talked to some friends of my, uh, my wife, well, she, well, she had told me and that some of them were wondering like, what do I do? And they, they didn't understand. It doesn't make sense. So I'd like that to be more clear, (laughs) you know? And, uh, so I'll revisit that book by Dan Henry and cover that in a future episode here. Next up, we have From the Library. So I'm reading The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod. I'm about on page 68. I feel like I've been slacking a little bit. I uh, usually put in at least 10 pages a day minimum, and I aim for 30. But uh, I've been doing a little bit less than I, I believe. So he was talking about this interesting concept of entitlement and how entitlement's not always bad. And uh, that there's this concept of misdirect. He, he categorized it into two other 
types. So there's misdirected entitlement and versus enlightened entitlement. And the misdirected is the, is the bad ones. He says most people don't actually believe that they deserve the biggest goals and dreams that they have for themselves. So to be successful, not only do you have to believe your biggest dreams are possible, but also probable and inevitable. And you also have to believe that you deserve to achieve them. So interesting concept. I just haven't heard it uh, discussed quite like that. But when you believe you're entitled to success, you will fight for it is his premise. So he goes on to explain how we all hate the word entitled and how we use it to describe narcissists and those that feel that they deserve something that they didn't earn, which is true. He calls that bad form of entitlement misdirected. So he then explains the good kind enlightened entitlement, which we should all strive for. It's the fundamental belief that each of us is as deserving, worthy, and capable of creating and having everything that we want in our lives as any other person on earth is, as long as we're willing to put in the effort. So he says it is key because you want to use it for your unwavering faith. You'll often find it's easier to believe you deserve the end result than believing you can accomplish it. And that's what will keep you going to persist through adversity. So I thought that was fascinating concept there. So, all right, let's get right into our deep dive today. So it's about effective copywriting and why it's such a valuable skill. So uh, first, let's see what our artificial intelligence computer says about copywriting. Copywriting is the process of writing effective communications for a brand or product. It can be used to produce website content, blog posts, social media updates, email marketing, and even print materials. The goal of copywriting is to persuade customers to take a desired action, such as buying a product or signing up for a subscription. There are several methods that can be used to create effective copy. One of the most important is understanding the lead temperature and customer awareness levels of the audience you're targeting. Once you understand these factors, you can craft copy that is most likely to appeal to your audience and persuade them to take action. You can also use this information to determine what channels are most appropriate for promoting your brand or product. For example, if you're targeting customers who are not yet aware of your brand, you might want to focus on paid advertising or PR campaigns. If you're targeting customers who are already interested in your product, you might want to focus on content marketing or email marketing. Wow. So that was all from the AI. A computer wrote that. Wow. I got to say, uh, thanks, Jasper. If you're not using Jasper AI to help you write your copy, your headlines, your blog posts, or even YouTube scripts, you have to check it out. You'll start spitting out content like, well, like a machine. So Jasper AI, formerly known as Jarvis, the future of writing. Never have writer's block again. There's a special offer for my friends and followers. You'll get 10,000 bonus credits when you sign up with my link. I'll put it in the description. Uh, and it's for Jasper AI. So the main thing to remember is your audience. So you, you got to know their temperature. You got to know their awareness level. It's awesome that Jasper mentioned those things because it's exactly where I wanted to go with that today. And you, you got to know their pain points and desires, their daily grind. Like, what are they doing every day? What are they putting up with? What are they thinking about and, and what do they desire, right? So for temperature, you've heard of this already. I'm sure it's like cold leads, warm leads versus hot leads. Cold is you have no relationship with them and they don't know your offer. You know, it's the typical cold calling, 
you know, they don't know you from Adam and you get hung up on and they swear at you a lot and all that sort of thing. Warm is they're familiar with you and your offer and shown some interest or engagement, but are still looking around. Hot leads are qualified, they're interested, and they're ready to be asked for the sale. I specifically described it that way because I read somebody else saying not ready to buy, but they, they wrote ready to be asked for the sale. I thought that was an interesting way to describe it. So uh, because some people don't ask for the sale, you know, they, whether it's on your website or on, a, on the phone or whatever, and it's just that extra little prompt that sometimes people need. So for awareness level, less people are familiar with this. It's taught more in the copywriting circles than in sales circles, since it's essential to success online. But I used, I used to follow like three main levels, right? There really are five awareness levels. There's unaware, audience doesn't even know they have a problem, right? There's problem aware where they know they have a problem and an idea of what that problem is, but uh, don't completely understand it and they're unfamiliar with possible solutions. There's solution aware, so they know about solutions like yours, but not yours specifically. There's product aware where they know about your product and your competitors, but they haven't bought it yet and they're not sure if your product is right for them. And then there's most aware and that's your best customers and your multi-buyers. They're brand loyal, they're engaged, they attend your events, you know, that sort of thing. When writing copy online, I broke it down to the three that matter the most in terms of ROAS, which is return on ad spend and conversion percentages. So forget the unaware and the most aware categories. That's the, you know, the least aware and the most aware because you won't write content for them generally. You know, unaware is harder to market to and it's too wide of an audience. Most aware is already on your email list and consuming your content. So I would always recommend you focus on these three, the problem aware, the solution aware, and the product aware. And if you're just starting out, the most effective group to market to is the solution aware. They know what they're looking for, they're easier to find, and you just have to introduce them to your product then once they're aware of your product, you just have to convince them that your product is right for them. So you do that through follow-up content, uh, emails, you know, direct contact, etc. So let me give you some examples of awareness levels. So problem aware, for example, would be maybe somebody's broke, uh, they got too many bills, you know, they, they can't afford the things that they want. And solution aware for that same person would be that they believe the best way to solve their problem is to make money online using affiliate marketing and to learn how from an online course. And then product aware is that they're aware of your course and your competitors, and they're just trying to figure out which product is right for them. Let's focus on solution aware. Now, remember that that's the most effective group to market to. And I like to break it down into two pieces. So there's category and niche, meaning they may believe the best way to make money is online, so the categories make money online, but they may not be aware of the niche within make money online. So perhaps they don't know what affiliate marketing is. You could think of this as the what and the how. So the what is make money online and how would be affiliate marketing. Once you've determined the temperature and awareness level of the people that you wanna to market to and you know the category and the niche you're in, you know how to structure your offer and your copywriting. In other words, you know precisely how to market to them. 
The most cost-effective way to market with the highest ROI is to warm and hot traffic that are solution-aware of your category and your niche. You can target just the category-aware too, but you'll get traction more quickly with the niche-aware. As they say, the riches are in the niches. And now it's time for the time hack of the day. All right. So uh, this is really an errand hack, errand hack, and it's to plan your route. So I know some people do this naturally. I don't get out much. So when I do, I plan my route for all the different places that I need to go. And I think about like what side of the road they're on. If I have anything perishable I'm picking up in route that I need to get, you know, last just before I get home. This will save you time and gas and as you won't be jumping around from place to place. So I'll make one big loop, hit everything and boom, just come back home. So I'll also make my to-do list on my phone using OneNote. There's other apps that do it, but uh, I have the Microsoft suite. It's like 10 bucks a month or something. So it includes OneNote. Actually, I think OneNote is free. So I sync that up with all my computers. So it's easier to edit on the computer and then you know it's faster to build it on the list on there and rearrange it and then as long as i have my phone i don't forget any of my lists and i can actually check them off on there with little check boxes as i get stuff very handy especially at the grocery store so uh, all right thanks for your time let me know what you want to hear next links to my books and the things i mentioned will be in the description Check out my website, KramerNow.com, which I'm rewriting now as we speak as a guide to help you succeed online. I'm adding step-by-step -step guides, and at the bottom, you could find links to my socials, my podcasts, and the books I'm reading. Find me on YouTube. Just search for Mike Kramer Affiliate Marketing. Have a great day, and take it easy.